Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so this is a really fun topic for Laura and I to dive into this week, only because we are going to bring two very distinct perspectives to this conversation, I think, because we are going to talk today about possibly answering the the age-old question as, can a business owner ever really take a vacation? Before we go into this, I just have to tell you, I'm so happy you're back. (laughs) I'm really happy to be back. I really did miss working. But this week, after being away for literally four business days, I just want to make that explicitly clear. I was away for four business days. And that it it feels like 18. I just, I don't know where all this extra work has crept in. And I don't know, maybe this week is just much busier. I it, I don't know what it could be, but well, anyways. I, I enjoy much more talking to you on the podcast rather than <laughs> talking to myself. So I'm very happy to have you back, but this topic is, uh, is perfect for this week. So take it away. Yeah. So the reason we wanted to share this topic is because obviously we're business owners and we like to take vacations with our families and it doesn't happen very often. We know that we're building this business. We can't take like a month long vacation. It's just totally impractical right now. Whereas Jenna Kutcher would say, you always add the word yet to the end of a statement. So right now, yeah, that is not practical yet. So what we're going to talk about today are some tips about how you can take a vacation as a business owner, what do we think is important to do? And I think the biggest takeaway that Laura is really going to deep dive into in the today's podcast episode is going to be about like framing your mindset around vacation and your boundaries and the to-do list and what actions and choices that you make. So that that's going to be a little bit later on. So keep on listening. But our first tip that we want to share with you about going on vacation and what you should do as a business owner is that you need to set boundaries up front that are very clear with not only your team, but also with your clients. Um, And I can share a little insight into this because when I was leaving for vacation, I was starting to let clients know, obviously Laura and Dawn knew, our cast manager knew. I made everybody aware in the office and we all, I think just without even saying it's like an unspoken desire to not bother one another on vacation, unless there's like an absolute emergency, someone's on fire. Okay. So, but your clients they might not understand that because an emergency to them is something completely different than an emergency to you, especially in the legal profession, right? So I started to dribble and drab to several clients of mine that I know I have a very consistent communication with that I was leaving for vacation. I was going to be out for these days and happily enough, their 4th of July holiday fell there. So I knew that it wasn't going to be a terrible interruption in like what we were working on but I had to let them know that I was going to be away. And most of them didn't even bat an eye. And they were like, have a great vacation. We'll talk when you get back. But then some of them with more time sensitive issues really needed to know that because 
when they did need to try and reach me for transactional matters, especially they needed to know the idea of like how quickly I might be able to get back to them, like that outside time period. And so this really applied for my transactional matters for last week when I was away. Um, And I had a couple of them that they were following up and they knew I was on vacation, but they were consistently following up, following up, following up. And finally, like Dawn and I were like, okay, we have to nip this in the bud and we have to let these people know, like, this is the outside time period. If you reach out to me in the morning, there might not be a good chance that I will get to it or see the email or have Dawn relay it to me in my absence until the afternoon. And by simply making that clear to some of these clients and these individuals that I'm working with, it helped lessen the burden on me and the pressure on me and the frustration of it. Because you can say that you're away on vacation, but we all know that people are still going to be looking for you. And for you to think that like, they're not look for you or they're not going to ever expect you to just respond in our very connected society of cell phones and emails and whatnot. It's just really unrealistic. Um, so by responding to them and saying like, I got your email this morning or Amy has seen it this morning, she's going to get back to you by the afternoon. Then I had it on me to know that, okay, that's my time frame. That's my window of time. So if Joey had to take the kids to go do something so that I could try and be present and get this done, then that's what I had to do. Yeah. And I think that leads like perfectly into the next point, which is that you have to be realistic that things are going to come up, at least for us, like, and for me, like, I don't envision myself being able to completely step away for a week and like not check my email. Right. And that's for a variety of reasons. I think it's the nature of our practice. Like there are emergencies that are going to come up. But for me, I had that mindset when I was in a quote unquote employee, like for all those years and as a business owner, because I don't like the idea of coming back to an inbox of a thousand emails. Like Mm -hmm. I would have a nervous breakdown if I didn't check my emails for like five days. And then I came back and you know, I would die. I couldn't, that's not for me. So, and I got that from Shalene Johnson, actually, this was years ago, would always talk about how it made life easier for her just to set aside when she was on vacation, just a little bit of time for her. I think she said she did it in the morning to check her emails and to respond to anything that required a response. Right. You do have to set boundaries, which is fine, which, which I do. But for me, like I need to be at least a couple times a day checking the emails. You know, of course we have them on our phones. So checking the emails, making sure there's no emergencies, And that's what works for me, but you do have to set boundaries. Like I love, Amy knows how much I love away messages. And uh, we were actually just talking before we started recording about there's a transaction I have where somebody in the deal had in her signature block, like a month ago that she was going to be on vacation during such and such time period. And that no closings would be happening during that time period. And that was the first time I've ever seen anything like that. And I thought, wow, that is, that is setting expectations for people. Yeah. Like I'm telling you now, I'm not going to be here next month for a week. Closings, yep. nothing's happening during that time period. So figure it out now, deal with it after, but I am not going to be here during this week. And I thought that that was a, 
that was phenomenal. But, you know, as much as you can set boundaries, I think you have to have be realistic, especially as a business owner. Like for us, for, we have to be realistic that we are just not going to be able to just disappear and say, okay, bye. See you in a week. It's just, it's not going to work like that. And I think too, like we, we know that we have each other to lean on. We know that we have Dawn to lean on for monitoring any emails, especially on the transactional side of things. And I will look at my emails, not all day long, but throughout the whole day. And there were only a few times where I had to connect with her and I was like, okay, this is urgent and we have to take care of this or I have to reach out to this person, but I can't get to it until three o'clock this afternoon. You know, like you said, it really does help just keep that like block in your brain that you're not so worried about everything that's going to be sitting there waiting for you when you get back. And that's obviously a choice. It's a, it's a luxury that we have when you're available to check your emails in a place that actually still has the service that you could check it. And, you know, you can be in connection with people from your team so obviously this isn't going to be a one size fits all from for everybody. And it's going to be specific to everybody. And I know for me though, too, this was the first year that I really went into the vacation, really wanting to disconnect a little bit more than I normally would only because it was the first vacation that I knew my husband would be much more present because right. he was normally the one attached to his phone and his work computer for work in his prior position that he was working in. And there was a really, really high pressure and expectation on him to be connected even on vacation. And it's like, well, then what's the point of us going on vacation? If you're going to be sitting at the dining room table, emailing all morning or having to do work all day. So I set that as my intention going into it, set the boundaries to kind of respond to it. But the big, but is you have to be realistic that your expectations might not always line up with what you're going to get on the receiving end from other people. And I think part of that too is acceptance. So for a long time, I would just be like mad that I couldn't go away and it's like completely unplug for a week. And part of that is my own issue because I, I know that how stressed I'll be when I see the emails, but part of it is the nature of what we do. And so for so long, I had like resistance to it. Like I would just be resentful, but I had to realize like, okay, you chose this. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is the profession we decided to be in. Yep. And, you know, at that time we were just working for somebody else, but now we've taken it one step further and we've made the choice to be a business owner. Right. So I can't then get mad and annoyed when I can't completely step away because right. I made the choice to be a business owner. And for me, part of that is not being able to unplug a hundred percent. I mean, of course you can unplug for like certain periods of time, but not for a week. So it really helped when I stopped resisting the fact that it was better for me to just check it and maybe do a little bit while I was away than nothing at all and just stop resisting it. And I think that leads us perfectly into the tip that I I think we've kind of already touched upon, but something that I know that you have said, it's been a very consistent theme in our podcast from you is just this idea of like framing experiences and circumstances so that they actually don't negatively impact you, right? Like saying that you're on vacation and then that you get an email from somebody that knows that you're on vacation 
it could set somebody off and be super frustrating. We get that. It's like, oh, you're not respecting the fact that I'm on vacation. You're still messaging me. You're still reaching out to me. You have, you know, that person has that expectation that you're going to respond and be available. But really that circumstance is neutral. That circumstance is neutral to the extent that it's just a circumstance. It means this, it means different things to different people. So if you really work hard and framing your mindset, like Laura said, to not be so resentful of it, to not be so frustrated when you hit those points, you're actually going to start reacting to them a lot better because you're being thoughtful from the beginning of how am I going to frame this? It's one interruption out of my five or seven days I'm away. It's one thing that I have to handle. It could always be worse. I'm sure it could be better, but it's only one thing, right? And also part of framing it is recognizing that you don't have to respond. Right. And I've gotten a lot better at that. Like even like aside from being on vacation, I've gotten a lot better at recognizing what requires an immediate response and what doesn't. And for the most part, there's not much that requires an immediate response. So unless it's an emergency, like we have a client that needs like, you know, like their real estate transaction is falling apart and there's something that has to be handled like this second or somebody who needs to make an emergency application in court or like something really emergent (laughs) that's happening at that point. But other than that, it's not that serious and it can be dealt with at another time. So I am, I have gotten much better at that, but I think part of being able to to step away and take a vacation, even if you're still reviewing and sometimes responding is recognizing that you don't have to respond to everything. Yeah. And I think we also, I want to talk about this too, is the fact that we are very cognizant of the schedule that we have, like when we're going to be away, kind of like how you're talking about that one lady who said that she's had this away message up for like a month already. That's really helpful to start implementing a plan well in advance when you know that you are needed a lot and that people are looking for you to let them know that you're going to be away or to let them know that that time period is off limits. For example, we have a title company that we work with that for the past month and a half now, since the beginning of June, in their signature block, every single one of the contact people at that company has had that they're moving their offices on X day. And that their office will be closed by noon. Oh, I and it that. was funny because it happened to fall this week. And I literally was like, oh, well, I can't schedule that closing because I know that they're going to be out of the office in the afternoon. So it's going to have to wait until Monday. So sorry to the sellers. Um, but that's what's going to happen. Like we have to adjust. But it's funny because people are like, oh, nobody ever reads those signatures. Nobody ever looks at that stuff. It's going to, if you see it every single day, multiple emails a day, it's going to sink in. And then somebody's going to be like, oh, why does that date ring a bell? Why can this woman do something? What I was talking about for in her signature block, it was like red, bold, <laughs> caps. And so every time I, I was emailing with her, I would see that. Like it just, it stands out. And I think it makes a difference. I actually might do that because (laughs) I'm going away in two weeks. So I might start doing that. I love it. But even like what this title company did, like it makes a difference because then you can anticipate, like you're, you're telling people like, I'm not going to be here. And so they know, and they can also set their expectations of you. 
And speaking of anticipating, this is the other tip that I love that we were talking about before we came on today was anticipating what your workload is. And I think that's so underestimated when you do not take the time. If you know, what do I always say, Laura? Christmas is always on December 25th. Like (laughs) if you know that you are going to be away, you cannot feign surprise when you're like, Oh my gosh, I forgot to get that motion out or, Oh, I have to ask for an extension or, Oh, this, that, the other thing. No. And I had that when I was on vacation, I knew that there was a deadline that another, an adversary of mine had to meet. And at least a week and a couple days before that, I sent out an email. I copied Laura on it. I copied Donna and I said, I'm going to be away. Your performance is required by X date. And please let me know because I'm going to have to have somebody else from my office appear, or we're going to have to ask the court for an adjournment. And so I planned ahead because I didn't want to be like, oh, the day before, shoot, let's scramble and figure out if it was done. And then let's make it even more hectic for us to figure out right in that moment. So I think there's never going to be an underestimation of the value of planning ahead and really seeing what's bookending your vacation, what's coming up before it, what's coming up during it, what's coming up after it. So you can kind of have that frame of mind. Yeah, definitely. I am really big about planning as much as you can before you go away. So I'm already looking at my calendar, um, but not just for the time period that I'm going to be away. Like, I have to look at that week. So we're leaving on a Thursday. I have closings, I think Tuesday and Wednesday. So now I need to figure out like, okay, I have to get ready for those closings, but I also have to make sure that anything else that needs to be taken care of while I'm away is also taken care of before I leave. So it's not just planning for like that week, but I look at like, the week before I'm leaving and even a couple weeks after. Yeah. Is there anything like the week after when I come back that I'm going to have to be working on when I come back that I can take care of before I leave? So I look at my schedule for like the next like five or six weeks and see what I have going on. Because like you said, like you can't act surprised. I planned this, we planned this trip. So we know it's coming, you know, and I'm also to some extent in control of my calendar. So I know what's being put on there. I know what I have coming up. And so, you know, I can't say that I can't plan for some certain things because that's just not, it's just not true. It's just a matter of taking the time and being intentional about actually planning and looking at what you have coming up. Right. I agree with you. I love that tip too. We, we love a time management tip. That's for sure. Oh my God. Of course. (laughs) And although we already, my last favorite tip, although we already like talked about this is the away message. Now I just, I don't just use this kind of message when I am on vacation, I will put up an away message when I'm in a closing or if I'm in court for the morning, because like we talked about earlier, like you have to set expectations. And if I know that I even am going to be out for like a day or a morning, you know, I want anybody that's reaching out to me that needs something to know that I am not available. And so you can either, you have two choices. You can either reach out to Dawn if she's working or you can wait until I come back. So, or if it's an absolute emergency and Dawn's not around, I will put you in my, as my contact in my away message, but that doesn't happen often anymore. 
you have to set people's expectations about when you're going to be able to respond to them. And I think in the end, that makes things easier for you. Do you agree? Mm -hmm. I agree a hundred percent. And it may, I mean, it makes things easier for the other person. Cause then they can say, okay, I guess I'm going to wait for this response. And they want to call every person in the phone book until they get a hold of somebody. That's great. They could do that. But for you, it's like, whew, I don't feel the pressure when I'm sitting in the courtroom and I have my phone blowing up like crazy to text everybody back or email everybody back and say, I'm not in the office right now. And we saw this from other attorneys when we were still practicing at our other firm and we yep. were putting that away message up. Remember um, the day I showed it to you? I was like, Amy, I know. Away message. it was like the best thing ever. We had never seen anything like it before. And it was somebody that's been practicing for like a thousand years. He can oh, do whatever he wants. He do so respected. So I was like, Amy, look at this away message. And we loved it. And since then, that's what I've been doing. And more and more people are doing it, or we're just taking notice of it now more when we see it. And we're like, wow, some people are so bold as to say like, I will deem this to be deleted. And I have not read it. If you email me on my vacation, so send it again at a later date. And you're like, whoo, that is just, he literally, this attorney literally puts up an away message that says, I am not reading your emails while I'm on vacation. Please send it again after I return. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. And it's like, that's a, that's a mic drop if I've ever seen <laughs> one before on an away message. But yeah, I mean, any tip trick that we think has proven helpful to us successfully being able to disconnect what it, the biggest one I think that people have to come, overcome and Laura, correct me if I'm wrong, is the mindset one the mindset around being a business owner and the expectations and even just being an employee and, or an associate or whatever, you're going to have to be more realistic just in the society that we live in. Laura and I try very earnestly, like I said, to not make it a routine practice that we're interrupting one another's vacation or team members vacations or days off or anything like that, unless it is an absolute somebody is on fire in front of us emergency, but it happens. And so your mindset, it's always going to be a work in progress, but that is definitely a great place to start. Yeah. If you get your mindset right, I mean, you can vacation as a business owner, you can take time away, Mm -hmm. but you have to have uh, realistic expectations, get the right mindset, and you will be able to disconnect. It's just a matter of what disconnecting is going to look like for you. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.